podcast. I'm Mark Storrs. With me, as always, is Chris Carnicelli. And unbelievably authentic name from Chris Carnicelli. And? Oh, my God, dude. Why are you stealing the flavor from us? Why? What's your name? My name is Robert <laughs> Thomas Morphy II. It's important that we introduce ourselves because this episode could be someone's first episode of our podcast. We got to make sure that they know who we are. All right, that's Mark, Chris, and Rob. We are the Krypton yeah, Podcast. Yeah, that's true. Sure. There you go. Hundred percent. You can find us in the social medias at the Twitters, uh, the Facebooks, from say what? the Instagrams. When every day, all oh. day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every day, when all day. in perpetuity. Uh, be sure to rate and review this episode on the iTunes and Apple Podcast apps. It helps us out greatly. We're going to get some reviews real quick here before we get started. So our first review comes to us from James Udove. Awesome podcast, five-star review. I was hooked after the first episode. I just happened to come across it one day, and who knew there was a local podcast that was so entertaining? It's funny and full of surprises. Keep up the good work, guys, and go 315. Oh, oh shit! So, so he's in three hundred five. Like yeah. super local. There, there you go. Yeah, no, we are. Uh, we're here in good old Auburn, New York, home of the prison and man of war, doing our thing. So true. Yeah. Talking monsters. I'm good. Maybe we can be the third thing. Maybe we can. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a good brewery here. Oh, oh that's true. Making some names. Yeah. And I have. So maybe we're the fourth thing. This right here might be my most. This is might be my favorite review that I've gotten in a while. This is amaze. <laughs> Five star review from Baphomet 420 Blaze It. Oh, oh wow. Snap. They go on to say, All right. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's it. Oh, <laughs> That's why. Wow. Oh, all right. Baphomet, thank you. Oh, Baphomet 420 Blaze It 69. I added the 69. You did. Whatever. Yeah, well, that's always still, a good, it was good cool. number to end it on. Yeah, so thank you for your ratings and reviews. We obviously appreciate um, and it helps all us the a kind lot. of words. Like totally. you're you're being yeah. you're being brusque about it right now, but it really helps us a ton. Oh, it does. It the does. iTunes standings and the what's the separate thing that we always have to indicate? Oh, uh, the iTunes and the Apple Podcast. The Apple Podcast. Yes. Yes. Two, two different two different things. Two separate it's things. Important. It yes. helps us a lot, not only in terms of the the ratings, but you know, just getting us through the day. Yeah, no, it's great, and we are obviously, honestly, uh, thank you to everyone for all your kind of words. Everyone, we get emails daily from people that love the show and we appreciate all the positive feedback and the support it helps us out greatly so thank you very much totally fucking a now i got a handful um from the facebook all right cool to add. cool this one comes from tim byersdorf and he says wear a diaper because these guys will make you pee yourself laughing oh all diapers right. adult diapers adult diaper life this is one of the best cryptid podcasts ever oh sure i will say Ooh, this geez incontinence possible Though not guaranteed. Oh, Just, yeah. I want to make it clear. Okay. You won't always lose your bladder and or your colon over this. But on occasion. You, you might. Be prepared. All right. Bring extra pants. Joseph C. Morris <laughs> also added a review saying, Just started listening today. Really love the attention to detail while keeping things casual and fun. It is always casual Friday yeah. at the Krypton Out Oh, Podcast. Jesus. Totally. You don't even know what's happening right now. Yeah, I like, got my casual shorts on. Flip-flops. Yeah. Giving no fucks about any sort of fashion. No, there's no, headbands. No. Oh, yeah. There is headbands. I do yeah. rock a headband. You do. I get hot quick. It's hot in here. That's just the deal. Yusef Walters comes in with a five-star review, and he says, I absolutely can't get enough of this podcast for exclamation points. 
I have just recently started listening to you guys and binge listened to all the episodes in just a few weeks. Can't wait for more episodes and bursting out laughing while people stare at me wondering what the hell is wrong with me. Various emojis. <laughs> I, if I could, I would give it 10 stars. Nice. Hands down the best crypto slash paranormal slash out of this world podcast. Thank you, Yousef. Dang. That is a fine yeah, sure, thank sterling you. review. Dope. All right, so this week we got the two-for-one mystery bag Monday. Because we love our listeners, and we're not going to like short shrift them with some little bony-ass stories. We had two stories <laughs> that are fascinating. And they aren't really big enough to make a single pot each. So what have we done? We have combined the two into the Mystery Bag Monday. Boom! Bag of mystery. There you go. So let's get started with the Bremerton Monstrosity. In a coastal naval port city just after World War II, a young woman had a terrifying encounter with a huge denizen of the deep, but not in the water, in her own basement. Oh, what? Lake monster in the basement. I hate basement Art, squid. Chupacabra in the closet. It is a naval port city, not often found on lakes. It is a marine monster. Okay. Robert? Even though it would be just as cool if it were a lake monster. Continue. Mm. All right. In the year of our Lord, 1948. Jesus Christ. <laughs> really? We're going to do it like this? Well, a young well, woman right. named Virginia Staples lived in the city of Bremerton, indeed in Washington State. Surrounded on three sides by water. Salt water. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. No. But <laughs> really? <laughs> Just yes. so you know, okay. well, you, people might not know in other countries know. where Washington State is. Though. She's on a peninsula. She, she actually is. Okay, good. Well, that's Bremerton what I mean. People might not know. Is currently the largest city on the Kitsap Peninsula okay. and serves as the home of the Puget Sound Naval Yard. So, okay, I've now heard we know. Before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's totally. huge Puget and Sound, famous. Yeah. Right. At the peak of World War II, Bremerton supported an estimated 80,000 residents due to the substantial amount of work of, regarding shipbuilding, repair, and maintenance required for the massive Pacific War effort. Mm. So this place was just constantly having shit that was not sunk, obviously, but blown up by you know Japanese fighters right. in the Pacific, sent back for repairs. Right. They're building new ships. It's got a ton of people in there. Busting their ass. Cool. The population density would not last as only 27,678 citizens were left in the city by 1950. But in 1948, Bremerton was still a bustling hub. It's a huge decline. naval activity. It's a naval huge activity. decline in the population. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's like yeah, two-thirds-ish. <clears throat> During an otherwise ordinary day in that same year, Virginia was bringing a load of laundry down to the basement of her apartment building where the machines were located. Preoccupied with her day's chores, Virginia paid very little attention to the sprawling seawater-puddled expanse of the by now familiar cellar. So she has seawater seeping into her cellar? She sure does. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's nasty. It's not good. Well, well it for, happens. For appliances or for mold, not good. No, both both are acknowledged. Okay. And she never could have anticipated what it was that she was about to see. Years later, Virginia would leave a tape message for the sadly deceased author and paranormal investigator Mark Chorvinsky, who published the account in Strange Magazine, Issue 6 on October 8th, 2017. Here are portions of her tape-recorded phone message. And this is Virginia speaking now. The apartment where I lived had a gigantically huge basement. The huge apartment houses were so close together and 
all had basements and they were all very old buildings. There were huge holes in the walls adjoining the buildings and the apartment manager, excuse me, and the apartment house manager used to tell me that it was rumored that there were passages to the water within said basement. These saltwater passages that the house manager described as apparently running between and beneath the apartment buildings did not only carry a debilitating amount of moisture into the structures, but also something very bizarre and very alive. Virginia set the scene. There was a washer and a wash tub and a clothesline. And on this particular day, I had gotten my clothes all hung up, but I kept feeling that someone was staring at me or looking at me. It was such a creepy feeling, I finally turned around and looked towards the back of the basement and froze. I was so scared. I can still feel it. I couldn't move. Virginia peered through a series of rotting, moist, mold-covered holes that connected her cellar to the basement in the adjacent building. She described what she saw. In one of those huge holes in the basement, there stood this thing. And at this point in the recording, she starts to break down a little bit. Oh, it was horrible. I stand five foot tall, and this creature was as tall as I was. It had a bright orange colored body and little spidery thin legs and antennae on its head that kept moving back and forth and in and out. Strange. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in and out? It's gross, maybe in yeah. and out of the hole, or maybe Wait, back so in and out of its skull. Uh, she's I don't saying know. she's looking through a hole into, another, into the other room? So... Yes. Right, into an adjacent right. room. So right. these are these big, okay. just seawater rotten walls. Cracked, you can look between there. Yeah. It probably just reeks of that funk and this No, I know, I know. Yeah, this is terrible mm. for the structure. Like, this it's is terrible, just destroy terrible the... for the structure. Terrible yeah. for your fucking lungs. Well, and and yeah. your laundry and your fucking your. In- I know that you said there's a clothesline. Yeah, if you're yeah. trying, I was like, your shit's wait a minute, I'm gonna dry it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's so your fucking moist and horrible. Your entire foundation is gonna fucking crumble. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. <sighs> it's a fucking wet nightmare that I can smell as much to my horror as imagine. Yeah, all right. At this point, her sobs could be clearly heard on the recording. Even in the ensuing decades, this experience had clearly left its mark. Virginia continued to recount the harrowing incident. The thing started towards me. I backed out of the basement and got up to my apartment and packed all of my things and moved. I was so scared, I moved over to Seattle to my cousin's house. Jesus, just made a move at her and she bailed? So what I fucking love about this is there's so many hauntings. I mean, this goes back to like Eddie Murphy Delirious when he talks about get out. And he's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Yeah, It, It was one of the funniest things I ever heard as a kid. Period. That whole thing. Right. Because that's not oh, cinematically that's yeah. viable. That's usually what happens. People stay there. Yeah. It is what the Lutz family did. They left all their stuff behind and took off after yeah. 28 right. days. Booked. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but most people talk about, you know, and, and, and my, my this ghost kept tormenting me or monster was in somewhere and it pushed me yeah. around and did it. And then I signed my 10-year lease again yeah, and thought, no. I'm going to. And you're just like, what are you thinking? What I love about this is, is like, this is what I would do. You're, yeah, yeah, you're no in a shot. filthy, horrible Packed nightmare basement. Yeah. She probably was literally fulfilling her Rosie the Riveter duty, working, you know, in the right. shipyards, doing, you know, what she could to help the American war effort, you know, against the Axis powers. When so many women joined the workforce and uh, and the men were all fighting, she was very likely. I don't know for a fact. I don't know what she was doing because she doesn't elaborate. But right. this is really fascinating. And unfortunately, I'm able to 
contact her yet. So I she tried. Just, she has a brief encounter with this thing where and, she and sees it through a wall. And she's it, gone. It kind of moves at her, and she's like, see ya. Totally. I'm out. Which, again, I find fascinating. Yeah, all right. Although she'd known immediately that she wanted to avoid contact with this potentially predatory creature, her curiosity regarding the thing continued to gnaw at her. I went to the aquarium, she says, to see if I could see anything that looked like what it was. And the only thing that I could find that looked anything like it was this tiny little shrimp. But that doesn't make any sense, is what she says. A fucking shrimp squatch? Fucking shrimp squatch. Shrimp squatch, dude. Virginia, already clearly emotional in the retelling of the event, admitted to being haunted by her brief yet life-altering encounter, stating, I had horrible nightmares for years. I finally got up enough nerve a couple of years ago to go back to revisit Bremerton, but the Navy has enlarged so much and the apartment house on Denny Street has been torn down. Yeah, see. Really, nobody would believe this, but as God is my witness, it really happened. Thus ends the recording. I still can't help but to wonder if anyone else ever saw or perhaps had an even more close encounter with this creature, the results of which either could have been merely terrifying or possibly actively dangerous. All I know for sure is that this area was annexed by the United States government, and this is now part of the naval station. Okay, so so it's on a base. So it's on a base. Okay. And I can't help but to wonder if not only did any eyewitnesses at that time see it, but if when the government built over this area, if they might have had access to such a creature... Maybe it's in a lab somewhere. Maybe it's being studied and broken down. Like an ape just, sapien type just, thing? Well, yeah, exactly like an yeah. ape sapien such thing. It's totally a Hellboy type moment. But Ooh. also, I mean, if they would do that to an extraterrestrial, if they found a particularly large and bizarre yeah. mollusk, like right. a giant cellar mollusk living you know, somewhere <laughs> on their property... And that's just a scummy phrase. Yeah. I mean, not only would they not want to just understand it, but, you know, knowing our military, fucking weaponize it or something. Who knows? Weaponize the cellar mollusk? They said it it potentially had a a trail right to the... Yes, absolutely. So access to the ocean. Yeah, whatever this thing was, if if it was, in fact, what she thought it was, if... But that seems like what like what you just like you walked in and you see like in a movie where there's just like a a a tunnel and like a gate and they push the rusty metal out and then all of a sudden they're like on the beach yeah or you know what I mean no true I mean it's weird (laughs) yeah it's hard for me to really envision this I mean I can I can I mean we've all had musty ass basements even in upstate New York obviously we're not a coastal city at all but you know but just dank filthy yeah that's the deal basements. But now, if you imagine that kind of seawater scent, you're right there. You're you're surrounded literally on three sides by the ocean, the Puget Sound, and and you, you just. So what I'm confused by, I guess, is the, the building manager, saying that there are passages of water that run between and beneath. Right. Beneath, I can almost get some weird free flowing thing where parts of the basement floor collapse, and that's where something like this, if it exists, could come through. But between, that's that's fucking. Odd. It could just be like I, under, I, like I, under the foundation. Maybe uh, there's a five or six foot like clearance, not anything that would like destabilize it. But that's where like water freely flows. Right. That should I just assume like a small little tunnel sort that of, yeah. goes under. Yeah. That kind of connects. And a shrimp like thing could probably line? even if it's even if it's five, five feet tall, uh, five, five, it could still get through a relatively right. small opening. I'd imagine. Right. Right. So, so here's what just here's like what blows it, my mind. Shrimp are not known 
I, I don't think, for crawling up on land, saying howdy, and then doing their thing. They're pretty much exclusively marine life forms, right? I've yeah, never, they don't. I've never shaken hands or tails. No, of the and shrimp, they're like bottom so, feeders. And yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but, what was the exact description? I mean, she said okay. the closest yeah, thing right, was so a shrimp, but that have, doesn't mean uh, that doesn't mean. She says, uh, "Oh, it was horrible. I stand five foot tall, and this creature was as tall as I was, so five foot. It had a bright orange colored body and little spidery thin legs and antennas on its head that kept moving back." In fourth, or I'm sorry, I kept moving back in and out. Okay, so, so that's not five really foot tall, orange, spidery with antennas that are moving back and, and forth. And then the closest thing she said uh, when she was at the aquarium in Seattle, right? The only thing that I could find that looked anything like it was this tiny little shrimp. So we don't know for sure it was a shrimp, a, a colossal well, shrimp, yeah, but it, it is clearly. Mollusky. If it had spidery Again. legs, shrimp. Yeah, shrimp have no. They have like multiple legs. Yeah, right? sure. Okay, they do, but they're. Well, they're you, I mean, they're not like the, upright. Yeah. Well, you you worked in 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 this area sure. of fishery. You're a fisherman, apparently. Yeah. Well, you've seen a shrimp in yeah, like no, I, yeah. in real yeah, life. I have all, a bag of. They're, they're not like upright. Shrimp, but like well, they also have that like fucking curved tail. tail yeah. Which means it could have been well over five feet tall. It almost sounds like, um, almost like a lobster head, but with no like claws and just little spidery legs. Just from the like the at the antenna that, that she talks about. Well, well, yeah, but the claws are like the. But that's what you picture. Say she didn't say the shrimp didn't give the shrimp analogy. Right. Is that really what you pictured? Because I pictured not a shrimp. And, and you, you, know, you picture some weird legs and then this thing, or like a grasshopper, so really some sort of arthropod. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we all, be it a spider, be it a... Grasshopper. Yeah, or a fucking crawdad. Crawdad, That's essentially what I saw. Right. But... But I get what Chris is saying. It's very vague. Totally. Yeah, I just yeah. see lots of fucking horrible tendrils. Yeah, I don't know what to fucking re- yeah. Whatnot. Yeah, I don't know Bright what orange, really to see. Which is striking. Um, which is and, and, may, and maybe right. it's not even from the sea. It's really easy. I mean, the 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 jumping assumption to make, especially once he compares it to shrimp, is that it came from the sea. Right. And, 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 and shrimp went back. are not bright no. orange. No, not at not all. Tr- well, I when mean, they're but, cooked. They are. They're, yeah. But they're not. No, but they're not. No, they're like gray colored, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're dark. Yeah. But, I mean, this is obviously an unknown species, so we're not limiting it to shrimp right, physiology. Right. But being, yeah, being, right. five, being five foot tall. Or more. Or more. I mean, that's a... That's big. It's crazy. It's pretty big. I mean, I think it's easy and it's convenient and comfortable to assume that we're talking about a marine animal that might have somehow through tidal wash or whatever, been pushed up through one of these openings, ended up through this big, gaping, nasty, fucking horrendously moldy and shitbag hole. Right. And then she's watching these antennas and looking, and, and maybe it's not in any way dangerous, but just it's fucking big and terrifying. And she was like, never, never again. Right. I can't, I can't do or yeah. here. On the, the flip side, it could be a predator. Or it could be predator. I mean, a lot of, I mean, look at mantis shrimp. They yeah. will stab the dickens out of their yeah, prey. Totally. They can be very dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe she did, maybe her instincts did her right and she got out. Or maybe it's like a spidery type thing that just, I don't know, went down there to I stab be, some seafood. I would be interested to know if anybody <laughs> yeah, else experienced know, it in that building because there's only her account of it. Well, it's also not even specifically in that building. So, just because years no, no, years she later, saw a she called. Right, she saw she she saw it in a, in but, but, a, a but different the, room. The impression I get, and I think it's made pretty clear by by uh, Virginia's account, is that it was just a lattice work of holes between really substandard 
buildings right. so that all of these all of these uh, these buildings were interconnected as they want to be, and and that something could traverse it real easily. Like right. this thing could probably have crawled through the size of the hole. So she if, apparently it, if it was coming at easily. her, then it probably she had a reason to believe like that maybe it there's was crawling nothing, up through the hole. Yeah, like there's nothing stopping it from getting to me. Like, oh if, yeah, if, if it wants to get to me, it's going to get to me. Well, it was. Listen, whatever it was, it clearly terrified not only because of its just fucking flat out weirdness, right? But maybe because she felt first off she'd never be able to do laundry again, and that if it can come through a hole, it can climb stairs. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to live here anymore. I'm going to go to a city that is not <laughs> she's, specifically. She's not going to have like a shape of water moment with it, where they have like. Oh weird yeah, no, they're not going to make sweet love. Yeah. No, no, this no. is but, not. But maybe they could have. She's stuck Shannon around. Shows but, up and oh, he's well. like, "Where is it?" And then it's a whole thing, and yeah, bummer. Yeah, I don't think this was the one that influenced Del Toro. No, I there's do not. No, this sounds like it's going to either like no. attack you or just be scared of you. It's so it's fucking brief. Ooh, this account. Yeah, it is. But one of the it's reasons. It's real brief. Yeah. I really find it so fascinating is that it's it the fact that she left immediately really just kind of lends a sense of credibility that so many lack. I'm not saying listen if you're in a tough financial state and you can't leave your haunted house or 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 whatever weird paranormally influenced geographic location you're in because you simply don't want to put your family on the street. I right. get it. I feel bad for you, but more often than not, especially if you're living solo, if you feel like you're in jeopardy from a weird creature or a paranormal entity, you would get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, you're leaving immediately. Totally. Sure. If you if you could, yeah. I mean, that's the deal. Unless you're just that stubborn and you stay, and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tough this out. Sure. But I'm just saying, I, a man to man. I'm impressed. Your door down and you're like, with Virginia you. Staples self preservation instincts. I mean, what? good for her <laughs> yeah. to, to leave. Yeah, totally good for uh, her. I, I dig it. Like, don't hang out when there's like some giant crustacean man in your basement. Because he might end up knocking on your door. Yeah, Mr. Krabs is going to yeah, fuck you up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what do you think this is, Rob? I think it's a giant fucking shrimp or some weird arthropod or mollusk that got washed up from the ocean. I think in this case, it's an Occam's razor. It is the simplest explanation. It is the easiest way to a solution. It is something from the ocean that ended up I don't necessarily think it's amphibious. Maybe okay. it just function on land, wiggling its fucking tendrils enough to ruin a young woman's life, but not enough to really make any dent on its world. And it, it probably didn't die down there because there'd be newspaper accounts right. of a giant shrimp carcass found in fucking Bremerton. It probably hit the water, swam back out and did what so many things in the ocean do. Just eat, breed and die. And, and this one just happened to be seen once briefly by a woman doing her laundry, and it just wrecked her shit. Yeah, I think I'm going to tend to agree with that. Um, you know, I was thinking maybe she may have misidentified something, but it's a stretch. I mean, super from orange her, spiders. Yeah, that, from her, we'd know that if they were land animals. Yeah, from her, we'd know it. from her description, it, it, it's a stretch. If she was like, I saw a giant lobster. Okay, well, we know that there's a large lobster. But the well, way she described this large. thing. No, but the way that she described this thing being five foot in orange and having spidery legs and, and antennas that were going in and out. And never saw the bottom part. So we really no, can't yeah. accurately no, describe I know, that. It's really it vague. could have tank treads for feet. The for orange is we weird, though. Oh, my God. There's not a lot of yeah. bright orange in the water. No, not at all. Not a ton, but there are some. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna say I agree yes. with you that... Basketballs. He's uh, <laughs> got basketballs. That's the worst feat ever to Oranges have. that get yeah, dumped Jesus. in the ocean. That's terrible. So Valencia oranges. <laughs> yeah, Valencia yeah, oranges. Yeah, really. 
All right, so yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. that uh, yeah, it was it's just some sort of unknown species from the sea that happened to somehow get. Yeah, I think honestly, maybe it just got stuck in this basement. And it's like, how the fuck do I get out of here? But I do love the idea that they are being armed and sent to our deadliest neighbors, like Canada. Not really. Yeah, yeah. no, we we have a lot of friends in 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 in. in I'm in, joking. Obviously, Canada is not our deadliest neighbor. What up, Mike? What I, up, Into the Portal Podcast? I'm, I'm just, su- I, you know what I am <laughs> suggesting? That maybe, maybe Chinese people should check their basements more thoroughly because militarized super fucking shrimp uh, might be heading their way soon. Yeah. Going to like Russian shit? I'd, well, I don't know if they could survive in the icy cold of Russia, but maybe. maybe. I mean, Russia has a lot of coastal areas, especially on their west coast. If they're they're weaponized, their DNA is upgraded. Yeah, I said it. Oh, I didn't didn't go there. Yeah, I said it. Oh, so they're enhanced super squid. Oh, I see what you're doing. Shrimp. I feel like bright orange is not a good option if you want to sneak into someplace. Well, maybe that's part of the enhancement. You're literally going to see that thing a mile away. (laughs) What's that bright orange? But what can you do? What can you do when it's coming out of the water for you? Bright orange is it's shocking all. What if, she, what if, gonna what if she had you? a gun on her? You can do what Virginia did and go upstairs and leave. That's what yeah, you can do. Yeah. You like see ya. Yeah, if she was a true uh, American, she'd have a gun, and That's she would have shot it. That's true. And Fair enough. She probably had a gun on, but not on credits. <laughs> <laughs> nice tales from the dark side. <laughs> that was a gr- that would be a great episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> that it was some sort of uh, unknown creature that just happened to come into this area. I think maybe not necessarily predatorily, but just that it happened to somehow get in here and well, it's mollus- like, what the fuck mollusks am I doing? And 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 arthropods they look scummy, especially when they're big. Right. Like the closer you get to a spider's face the more terrifying they are every time or shrimp or whatever or okay. lobster yeah, they're they're fucked up. it's just yeah. stalk eyes and tendrils not yeah. tendrils really but like antennae and weird fucking shit that seems to be constantly undulating and trying to suck you into their maw right yeah so even if it had not one nefarious intent in its boneless body i can see why yeah. she would be scared shitless yeah and rightfully so get the fuck out of and there and there's always a chance her perspective was a bit skewed yeah. As well. Is. So I could have been maybe oh, so three to five. You're blaming diabetes. I can see yeah. where this is going. Yeah. No, that's not. No, yeah, you're right. It could well, have, it, if it was like three and a half feet tall and sitting on a bench, you couldn't see. Estimated it to be five feet high. We don't know. I mean, just the description of being orange and, and being the, whatever size it is, if it's over two fucking feet. It's wrong. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no, I, so I mean, anything over like this, it, it's you're gonna. Like, I get nervous with raccoons. <laughs> and I know what they are. Yes, every time. The denizen of the devil. But <laughs> if I see this fucking thing in my basement, I'm going to be like, the fuck is this? See ya. But I'm Un- armed. That's different. Yeah. Uncategorized marine arthropod. I like it. Could I'm be. there. Could be. Yeah. Right, I agree. Rob agrees. Christopher, will you join us on our crustacean boat? Our I didn't crustacean, say crustacean but raft. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, seemingly that seems like the most obvious. Okay. Cool. One thing Lobster man. that we can oh. all... Do you kill and it and eat it? I would. Lobster's okay. Well, no, but if he's a man, I mean, if he's got like arms and legs and a family, but I can't, then we would I know can't the enjoy his flesh. flesh. Okay, well, d- talk we to him first. No, we would know the what taste of talks? flesh. What if he talks? I don't want to know the taste of lobster man flesh. Yeah. What if, no, what if, if he talks, delicious? then you can't kill him. You he's sentient. An intelligent creature. Exactly. A sentient but creature. But it's only you can. and him in the basement. I was just wondering. No, yeah, no one's going <laughs> to feast on lobster no, tonight. No one's going to know. I'm here to cut. Boom. Literally, yeah. no one's going to know. Me. No one's going to turn you in. It's only Dude, you and you're the lobster. Finally, I've reached humankind. 
That's Mark's answer. And then I'm eating the fuck out of Lobster Man's face. I'm going for the face. A new era too. has begun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't shoot him because it would ruin the meat. I'd probably beat him to death. Oh. And then I would just feast what on his fucking luscious face. Nothing. His face. There's no meat in the face. Of yeah, course. Who the, eats the, lobster fit? Oh, the brain, I the guess. The lobster head. You pop it off, all that green gooey shit's in there. Oh, it's delicious. No, oh. you're disgusting, and anyone who does that is gross. Uh, whatever. <laughs> wow. Anyone who does that is gross. To take your term, can the fucking judgment. Holy shit, no, that's I've terrible. No, ju- I've just judged. You did. You, did. you, 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 you really did. Oh, all dude, right. cooked lobster poop is amazing. <laughs> I, we cannot I, I, agree on whether or not we would eat lobster men. What we can agree yes. with, all of us, I'm sure, is that this story was not quite long enough to make a full pod, and so we've got a little treat in store. All right, so continuing on with the Mystery Bag Monday, we have the flipper. And Rob has an interesting wordage here. Gargoyle, alien, or toxic mutant. Which one is it? That is a vast variety Mutant. of possibilities. Again, it is a tiny little account. One that maybe wasn't worthy of its own full-on pod, but as part of the Mystery Bag Monday, as it has now been yeah. dubbed, perfect. Two-for-one Mystery Bag Monday, good sir. I love it. There you go. Okay, let's get started with, on a lonely stretch of rustic road in central Mexico, a teenage slingshot hunter so awesome. had a face-to-face <laughs> encounter with a hulking quasi-humanoid entity that quite frankly should not exist. One which, according to the eyewitnesses, seemed to be attempting to communicate. They always do. Now, well, it's Seemingly. It's worth their weight and salt. Seemingly. And just for the record, it's a single eyewitness. Okay. It's not multiple. All I right. just don't want to steer our listeners wrong. All right, Robert, take it away. On the day in question, a 19-year-old by the name of Francisco Estrada Acosta, a noble fine name, was hunting for small game in a mining area near the Santiago River, now tragically the most polluted river in Mexico, located in the municipality of San Luis Potosi, not the same as the Bolivian Potosi. We've been there before. Nancy Pelosi? Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Okay. When he was suddenly confronted by an apparition which appeared not to be of this earth. Acosta had followed the scrub brush and pebble-strewn path along the Santiago River all the way to the San Jose Dam, at which point he began searching for slingshot-sized rocks with which to hunt small game. And as I mentioned, that's just the baddest form of hunting. If you're a bow hunter, you're slightly harder than most because you're using your wiles and aim. I'm not saying that people that hunt with rifles are belittled in any way, but I just think it's awesome to use a bow. But when you use a fucking slingshot... That is primal. That is David hunting Goliath. So I did, yeah, well, you're going, you have to go for the head, I assume. If you don't have to, I'd imagine. Yeah. I Body re- blow. It's not going to work. I didn't realize you could hunt with a slingshot. I, well, of course. It's got to be one of the fundamental hunting tools that allowed the human race to survive. I mean, yeah, other it, than spears and just it, the hawking sure, rocks. It does. Well, yeah. The yeah, traditional yeah. method. And it does make sense, but man, that is like dedication and, and obviously skill. Absolutely. Both of which I do not possess. Oh, no. Psst. No, 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 no. Neither. All right. It was at that moment that a shadow fell over the young stalker. Acosta looked up and smiled, but words of greeting choked in his throat as he realized that the thing looming above him was not a fellow hunter. In fact, it was anything but human. The teen would describe the beast thusly. It was a tall figure with a large oval-shaped head, huge reddish 
phosphorescent eyes and a large toad-like mouth. Not the description toad. that you want to give for something that you're trying to say hi to. Yeah, no. When you're just like, hey, dude, look at hey, the squirrels Hey, man, what's up? Me? Oh, shit. Yeah, no. Oh, it's toad mouth. Fuck. <laughs> what's a phosphorescent eye? Why? It's the last thing I wanted. <laughs> Always. I, yeah, really. The flabbergasted Acosta stared in abject terror for what felt like minutes, but was probably only a few seconds. That was when the outlandish entity extended and this is a quote, a flipper-like hand towards him. So it doesn't, it doesn't he have okay, a decent okay. God-fearing hand with digits? Digits, it's a flipper. It's flip. a sloppy flipper. And the worst part is it's on dry land. What are you doing with a goddamn flipper? We don't know. It has to be destroyed. Well, I tamp it down, Will. <laughs> Fucking just saying. Just wow. saying. Just saying. Yeah. Wow, you are like the it, the last ambassador for Earth. I know. The yeah, very I, last. No, I'm I'm literally always drunk. Don't ever have me as the being the ambassador for anything. Well, you always anything. want to kill first. I know. And this is nothing fucking new. Fucking eulogize later. <laughs> and our other pod, you always wanted to destroy things. This is what I do. By the side of the road. Kill the unknown. Hey, what's that? Destroy it, then we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> the thing touched his hand with its flipper. Oh, the youthful a... hunter would later recall the sensation of the thing's flesh as being cold and and scaly. Which needs to be dead. No, it might just be a reptile. Do all reptiles need to die? I'm not a fan of snakes, you know that. Regardless, do you really want to just carp blanche assassinate yeah. all reptiles? Oh, God, he's thinking. <laughs> I know, he's you're like, well, maybe I do. You do uh, not. I mean, they do attack rats and mice. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. Justifiably panic-stricken, oh. though perhaps less homicidal than I our co-host. <laughs> Acosta recoiled from the critter's desiccated touch and began to sprint from the alarming aberration. As he dashed away, Acosta stole a glance back, and to his eternal chagrin, he noticed that a pair of huge, membranous, wing-like protrusions were unfolding from the beast's back. It has fucking wings? Yes, it does. It's a quaddle. flipper for a hand? Yeah, really. Seriously. No, it's got flippers. By the way, none of that makes it evil. Because it no, has non-traditional hands, flippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, AKA, <laughs> fucking what's up? Flippers. Fucking, it has I, non-traditional which is, hands. Which is I mean, just it's a the, fucking flipper. The most convoluted way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, and it has it's fucking got wings. Yeah. wings. It's got big red eyes, a toad-like mouth. Maybe it likes to eat bugs. Maybe it's keeping the world fucking mosquito-free in 93. We don't know what its agenda is or its purpose on this earth but can we assume that as a uh, a high uh, the the top of the food chain that this could possibly be detrimental to us it could possibly be detrimental but it touched his hand by like possibly form of greeting it wasn't necessarily aggressive if the thing was aggressive then that wide toad-like mouth would have opened showing many razor-like teeth and it would have bitten off his head and what end of account it's like a komodo... it would have been about a headless slingshot hunter and no one would have known what, what happened what if it's like a yeah. komodo dragon it just touches you or you know, and then all of a sudden you get some weird bacteria, and then your fucking hand falls off. Wow. Just saying. It could They're be. not riddled with bacteria. Komodo dragons have mouths full of bacteria. So do human beings. My hostilities aside, I apologize. Fair Continue. enough. Wings. Acosta's <laughs> curiosity... <laughs> Paul McCartney. ...was overwhelmed... Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ...by sheer panic, and the terrified kid sprinted away from the scene, never to know for sure if this potential avian anomaly was able to get airborne. So he didn't see it fly. Okay. He just saw the wings come up, okay. and then he was not going to look back. All right. well, we Probably s- afraid, much like Mark, Maybe. that it was going to fly after him. Well, we can assume him. if it had wings, it has wings for a purpose. Yeah. to fly. No, decorative. It could be vestigial. Decorative. 
Or they could be decorative. <laughs> do, right. do, turkeys can't fly very well. No. Neither can the chicken. Uh, uh, yeah, no, they could be. Yeah. All the like, store. Evolve from a species. Here's the, the thing, the though. The fucking ostrich. <laughs> okay. You could go you're on right. with examples. You're correct. But the fact is this. I am. I did. You did. <laughs> you got it. That because he never saw it fly, and we have no idea the That's size true. of these wings. If something is as large as this is supposed to be, with a large head and it's a, a lot of weight to a, carry. Bo- yeah. a bulky body, yeah. those it better be like a Cessna. If you expect this thing to get airborne, twenty-five foot wings. If there are plane-sized, or maybe they had hollow bones. If there are plane-sized, flipper-bearing, toad-headed, red-eyed things mm. flying a constantly throughout Mexico, right. we'd probably fucking know about it. At this point, and you know, maybe okay with it? That's fine. I didn't say I'd be okay with it. There's probably a I'd team of hunters, so that we don't know about it. <gasps> oh, I like dagger wielding hunters. Well, <gasps> why wouldn't they just have slingshots? Dagger wielding <laughs> okay, yeah, hunters. I'm daggers. Stop, I'm Rob. Sorry. What are <sighs> slingshots? Because they don't. They have daggers. Jesus. That's why. Wow. So they're hucking dirks. At this fucking no, door, yeah. they're coming up from behind it and killing. So it. to prove your manhood in Mexico, you have oh, to kill one assassinate. of these super yeah, gargoyles. Totally, yeah, yeah. That can't fly, but can run slowly away with their flippery <laughs> limbs. <laughs> this is our movie. Let us have All right, it. Fair enough. No, you're right. Uh, I, I come up with Dagger dumb Force Three Thousand. <laughs> that fight, title alone I, would guarantee yeah, a rental yeah, for me. Force Three Thousand. I love that name. All right. All right. What's happening? Was this gargoyle-like, bat-winged, reptile-skinned, ostensibly amphibious, though we don't know. Flippers mm. indicate something that's, you know, aquatic. That's true. Fiend native to these Mexican badlands, an extraterrestrial visitor? Or was it a seldom-seen aquatic enigma that emerged from the murky deaths and deaths? Deaths. deaths. Well, deaths, well, considering how polluted it is. It is. Yeah. Of the Santiago River, like the creature from the Black Lagoon. One which we, perhaps a bit too irreverently, have dubbed Flipper. Until yeah. the strange creature rears its head again, we will likely never know, and perhaps aren't really all that eager to find out. <laughs> well, well, so I'd... we have this... Okay, he, does he give a height? He doesn't really give a height on this thing. I think it's taller than him. Okay, so... The description of this thing alone, considering flipper, red phosphorus eyes, toad-like mouth. Phosphorus. Phosphorus. Um, and then wings at some point. So um, it sounds pretty big. It does. Well, did, wait, did it say like legs or something? It didn't describe its it legs. Didn't, it didn't, right? Oh, okay, okay. No. I didn't think no, so. Okay. No, it's a really vague thing. Like, I drew a drawing of its head and its flipper based on my assumptions. I had a right. flipper. Yeah, those are right. I know that's all you have. Right? No, really. The art, the, the piece of art he sent me was a head. I was like, oh, cool. And then there's just a random flipper. I'm like, okay, there's a flipper. Yeah, perfect. I just I took the time to draw each, but they are completely. You have to. Yeah. What about the wings? Were the wings? Did you draw wings in it? I did not. It just was a head shot. Rob. It was like a mug shot and a hand shot. All right. That's it. All cool. Right. It's pre-wing, pre-wing creature. But membranous yep. wing, we can all pretty much assume is bat-like. Because that is the most yeah. notable membranous wing yeah, on you the can earth see that, that I know. we know. It's grody. Yeah, it's grubby. And that's where I came up with the uh, gargoyle analogy. You know, not that gargoyles notoriously have toad-like mouths and flippers, though they can have all sorts of crazy faces. Right, right. But the, the wings. So this thing either has vestigial or actively working wings. That would depend entirely on their size. The weirdest thing about mm. it is flippers and wings. Yeah. That's yeah. How does that? I mean, besides fucking fu- flying yeah, fish, yeah, it's fucked up. Literally, just flying fish is the only thing that comes to mind. 
that has, I mean, maybe some like aquatic predator birds have wings. Right, right. right. They don't have wings per se. But did he misinterpret it? Like, I mean, he's saying flipper because there's no like, there's no digits. digits. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's just it's. A, a flat, a weird, sloppy. Maybe it's a burrowing hand. It's a weird. Like something you use to dig through the earth. But that's then a really why strange. Would you have fucking have wings? wings. Yeah, that's a strange appendage to have. No, like it's, it's kind digits, of a yeah. nightmarish anomaly in that it has yeah. attributes. Like it's not burrowing for a few reasons. One, you have wings. Two, it has large eyes. Right. Most burrowing creatures are virtually blind or have tiny eyes yeah. that they can protect. Red phos- phosphorescent or whatever is kind of interesting. It could too. be bloodshot from a fucking bender. For all we know, uh, it could have been partying hard. Fucked up. Yeah, it, it went to Tijuana, Tijuana at a party down. Oh, yeah. Buy some fireworks, fucking yeah, drink it up. dude. Hookers, tequila, blow. Next thing you know, your hey. eyes are shot. Blow. <laughs> blow. You're your returning eyes are to the shot. Santiago River to swim home. You're just trying to get home. Maybe these weird wing things were just further swimming appendages. Maybe it is oh, that's an interesting. amphibious, yeah. super aquatic thing. That's interesting. Flippers and then super flippers. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I know. Listen, when it's you got to get the fuck out of TJ, yeah, yeah, you yeah, fucking use exactly. yeah. They are not standard Earth ops, I grant you. Right. Which is why some people assume this is an extraterrestrial. Ah, oh, That maybe it swims and flies in its home world and it came to fucking the San Potosi area or whatever it right. is right. to do whatever it was going to do by this dam which by the way like tourists have seen like kids slide down this weird dam on like corrugated iron and it's like the most oh, dangerous Jesus form Christ. of sledding yeah no it's where like are their ex- parents i don't know and, and into this like polluted body of water uh, it's it's terrifying and also maybe thrilling i don't know no. but i just want to say that this area is not really i mean i wouldn't necessarily want to eat the things that drink from this body of water but who knows? Who knows why Acosta had to do what he had to do? I mean, he no, might, he's just he a might guy be feeding out there his family. Shot hunting he's a teenager and then he comes just across looking this to thing make that, do. Now, okay, it, it, it all, all of my hostilities aside, right. uh, as it extends mm-hmm. its flipper, sort of interesting because it like seems it, it to be seems a, like a gesture greeting. of like, hello, earthling. Or, it or could hello, be, human. It could be like, what are you? I'm going to touch you. Oh, you're soft and warm. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it really didn't dis- give a description of how it touched it. It was just like it, it touched the flipper, and it's like, right. like, like, did it, it reach out? Or did you like? Were you walking side by side, and it like oh, it's kind of like your hand? <laughs> they didn't want to hold your hand, like an awkward <laughs> moment. <laughs> Or to hand. give the like devil a, his an due. awkward John Hughes moment. <laughs> yeah, really. And by the devil, I mean Mark Stores. It was trying to bring it into its voracious maw so he could devour oh, the poor see? human. Oh, this, yeah. this might be your Beastmaster creature. It could be when the wings All come out. All the wings out. on full. Yeah. What, to, the hell is, what are the name of those creatures from I, Beastmaster? I, I don't think they even had a name. Because there was the Jun Horde. He, he had the medallion and that protected him from them. Yes. Yeah. That but, was then he, but then they came back later in the move and they helped him out. Sure. They showed up. I don't the debonulators. Yeah. Yeah, they're weird. Clearly. Yeah. Right, but he, right, he had the protection thing so that he... They didn't eat him. Right. All right. So my love for Beastmaster aside, yeah. yes, I do think that uh, this could be my Beastmaster moment where the wings suck you in. You, you want in. it to be, yeah. I do. But yeah, there's totally. really no evidence. Oh, he might whatsoever. literally, like you say, be trying to give an interspecies greeting. Like most of my life, I'm working solely off of fear. 
Of course. That's what I do. Hey. That's how I've survived this long. Do you really? I'm te- well, do you really well, humanity. your survival with Beastmaster? Yes. terrified of things you don't understand? No, with the cinematic masterpiece of Beastmaster. How, oh, God damn it, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's well, wrong no, on well, so many humanity levels. has survived by... Hatred and fear? By running... By, yeah, by running and, and, and <laughs> by not hate. shaking weird flipper hands. I just, I got to think we're better than, than fearing and killing. I just got to think as a species, we are better be than wrong. that. Listen, I'm know. not saying like yeah, every no. shitbag <laughs> yeah, no. 1950s yeah, no. movie scientist where I want to hug the thing and endorse its plans for the future and then die. I, I think you have to be skeptical and you have to go in with self-preservation as part of your agenda. But I don't think trying to murder something you don't understand just because it might potentially be dangerous is the protocol we need to have going forward as a species. Frankenstein's no. well, cube no. throws you into the water. Yeah. All right. Fine. There you go. Accidentally murders one child. Pitchforked for life. That's how that's how it depends. Shit rolls is it in their hill. constitution? Jesus <laughs> then it's then it's okay if it's not then no so a flipper in bat wings is definitely interesting because it kind of does pose the question of okay is this is this an aquatic is it you know it said is he, it airborne yeah he said he saw that the wing I mean uh, like it he, extended its wings like he, he could said, assume though, it could technically be both I mean we don't have an example of that flying fish 100% okay yeah so you're right, but not fish. like what I picture wings but they have membranous gliding They've wings. Mem- gl- right. Gl- right. I'm not saying this thing. Well, well that's, why, that's maybe why it's a lack of a description. And, and hence we get the toxic mutant factor. Oh, the no. Santiago River, so nice. riddled with industrial pollutants. Yeah. Maybe a flying fish just landed there to perch for a moment, mutated, a la Toxic Avenger, and we have a flipper. Oh, nice. I but don't believe that's the we case. Don't, I mean, but generally, no. it doesn't, science doesn't work that way. Doesn't it just skip right to cancer? Oh, and yeah. No, you, usually it skips right to dying immediately. And and you know what? Mutations don't affect the right. infected. You usually infect okay. further generations so down the line. So terrestrial speaking, terrestrially speaking, this could be possibly something indigenous to the area. It's funny because we did the whole, uh, we did the episode on the, the, Mac, the, the flying fiends of Mexico City. Right. Uh, like, Ooh, which is kind of, that is like Sorry. phantasmagorical or supernatural. And I'm saying, what if this thing Seemingly. was a product of some sort of phantasmagorical supernatural thing? So you think it could be? You like never know. A product of like an evil spell it or could be. a golem-like creation I'm just made by it a dark witch. Yeah. Just putting it out there well, as a possibility. Well, in my head, I pictured a D and D creature. Same here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Just, what, what choice do you have? Yeah, yeah fucked up beyond. Uh, yeah. Not saying that, that 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 it couldn't be indigenous or that it couldn't even be extraterrestrial, but an idea that we might want to toss on the table is maybe this is some sort of phantasmagorical well, not, being. Not being, not being a typically, yeah. evolutionarily speaking, uh, <laughs> either strictly speaking of the water or of the air or of the Could land. Could be from a dark one. We don't know. Maybe it is from the bowels of hell and or some arcane bestiary that can be invoked I mean, by... It oh, some, it's a summoning? Are you calling uh, yeah, it I'm this calling a summoning? It, I'm not saying I think that, but... It, it can be from like... what Mark's saying, maybe it is the product of a summoning. It could be from like level one. It doesn't have to be the bowels. There's multiple levels of hell, as Dante has taught us. So maybe level one you has, know, demon? has da- taught us. Dante yeah. for literature, I don't know about, don't know about fine. taught, but... Dante as geographer, not so yeah. much. Well, he's a close Dante we as a way so. as a way of life. Yeah. Listen, the, cent- yeah. the centaurs were my favorite part. I'm just saying this thing could possibly be some some sort of byproduct of maybe some possible so witchcraft demon. Demon. So again, again, a pumpkin head. 
Yeah. Could be. Yeah, some sort of... For revenge. Oh. Who, who needs revenge? What is it like? Well, who needs revenge is the poor little bunnies that are getting slayed by incessant slingshot hunters. Actually, in... in mm, that's true. Oh, that's true. That's true. In reference to that episode, I did get a couple different emails from people describing similar situations, but then I got an email about a Mexican, like, witch market. Which oh, is kind of yeah, cool. There's black magic markets. Yeah. I visited one in South Africa. Oh, they nice. are creepy. Nice. Yeah, I, As, someone tried to sell me a baby skull for the purposes of finding oh, true love. Oh, dark. I had to leave. Dark. It was so Why scary. Do you, you don't want a baby skull for true love. I don't love. want a baby not... skull, period. Well, no, yeah, for anything. Yeah, no, 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 not no, for no, world nothing. peace. Uh, yeah, for nothing. I know. How it's like, you... here, infinite pizza. Here's a baby skull. No. Just for a moment, to not to digress, but like if you did buy that for however many US dollars or whatever. Probably pretty cheap, to be honest. So if you if you're going through T well, TSA wasn't going out at the time, but if you try to put that in your carry-on, someone's like, can I see your bag? You're like, well, I've got a baby skull. What would you say it? I would not have admitted it. You I, can't. Yeah, it's I, terrible. Why not? It's, it, listen, I think the statute of limitations is over. I smuggled a lot of shit back into the States. <gasps> What'd you bring back? Lots gifts of shit, for gifts us? and fun things and you sundry items. Like, like narcotics? Spell components. I did not bring No. Why not? Because that was not my agenda. My point is, I could have very this easily... Were bringing, like, artifacts? I could have easily brought a baby skull in. <laughs> I would not bring a baby skull in because I do not want a fucking baby skull. No, no one does. Because a baby has to die to have a baby skull, and that is not something I'm in. Yeah. Nobody uh, wants it. I, I don't even... Who knows no, if they were terrible. even really baby skulls? It, it was, could be a fake baby skull. But I'm saying I yeah. visited a black market underground okay. beneath an overpass in the middle of Johannesburg that was a throwback to just the most dark age, nefarious shit. Well, sure. Right. I will tell stories of this at some point, but it was terrifying, and I could not fucking wait to get out of Dodge. So, yes. Okay, so there let's There is leave. black magic markets throughout the world. Gonna, yeah, we're going to put the is. demon on the table. Okay, you have okay. to. Okay, so extraterrestrially speaking, um, Mexico, UFO sightings, time and place, uh, is they, it possible? They, they, it's certainly, because Mexico totally possible, yeah. is, possible. well, it's a culture fascinated by the right. phenomenon, and Mexico City especially is riddled with it. Had a couple flaps, right? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. M- cool. Massive ones, well-documented. Um, so, Sure, but the problem is this isn't really given a time. It's given a place, but it's not given a time. Right. So it's one sure, of those cases yeah. that we can't correspond a moment and then check to see if there was a UFO flag. Right, right, right. If we could, yeah. then we could say, oh, yeah, there was a spate of UFOs in this area, maybe extraterrestrials valid. It doesn't mean it's not valid, right. now, but there's nothing we can do to corroborate. Of course, and this no, is no. being completely speculator, speculator, but it, it doesn't <laughs> necessarily fit into any description that we have previously seen of some sort of alien extraterrestrial being. Or, for that matter, a cryptid. Exactly. So this is completely outside the realm of cryptozoology yeah. and possibly... Absolutely not. Not, it not, is not totally outside, but... Within the realm it, of cryptozoology and ufology, the, but we can't... St- I can't we have sit no, here and say that, yes, this resembles yeah, this no, I guess that. what I'm trying to say is that we have no point of reference. Like, oh, yes, yeah, someone saw this in Michigan in 1932. We have no point of reference. So this could just very well be a one-off encounter with a possible cryptid. I'll, I'll give you that. And or a possible extraterrestrial. Or as I said earlier, on the table is a the demon. summoning. <laughs> or it could, it could be a demon or a summoning or a creation through okay. the mind of some magically oriented oh, person. Is this the Dr. Moreau? Of an Moreau? unknown creature. 
creature. Yeah. Okay. The Dr. Moreau of the paranormal. Yeah. Oh, the Dr. Monroe. Is this the deal? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I know. What? <laughs> Dr. Monroe. Monroe. Okay, so. I don't know, man. The only real interaction we have with this is that it tries to possibly make contact and or give you some sort of hyper fucking uh, Well, it just says you touched a flipper. I don't or know what that means. Or a high five. It does, yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> a universal high five. Maybe like that it. is the ultimate yeah. greeting among sentient species. Yeah. You and it I doesn't say earlier. Always. Over conquest. It's how there we do. Go. Yeah, it's what we do. So, well, you know what? You're right. Maybe it was an intergalactic or demonic and or cryptozoological high five. That like, hey, stands up, to reason. Good to see you. Well, that's the only act that it had. That's true. Otherwise, it, unflapping it wings. It literally and... did nothing hostile towards this. Unless yeah. it was gorged on the poison fish of the Santiago River or the, the small game yeah. that lived nearby. It gave no indication that it wanted to eat and or attack the human being. Okay, yeah, cool. there was no aggressive movement. Yeah, yeah no. Except a, a flipper touch. Yeah, and, and it's totally. not even aggressive. It could be, a, like we said, a form of greeting or something. Right. Yeah, which right. means it had to be in close contact. Oh, it was very... He was, he, he was picking up pebbles on the ground. The shadow I, fell over him. Yeah. And, he looked up smiling, right, expecting right. to see a fellow human being. And then he sees this and fucking he sees this thing and he's like, yeah. yeah. It touches him. He sees weird quaddle thing. He he's he's frightened. He takes right. off, glances back, sees the unfurling of wings, and then uh, that's it. And story, then that's it. Story he just over. All right. he yeah, does the smart thing because the stupid prey keeps looking over its shoulder and eventually gets caught. The smart one yeah. books until it's safe. Yeah, that's survival of the fittest. So yeah, he did totally. he did the right thing. Yeah, get out of dodge. It yeah. doesn't mean that this thing was dangerous, but he did the right thing in terms of surviving. Okay. All right, cool. And let's. All right. <laughs> So, oh, what do you got? Oh, he's choking. Unless they had sweet tack and he fucked up. Oh yeah, and now we don't have the sweet tack. <laughs> sweet tack. Now we lost that one. All that information. Yeah, it just gives him like a little tiny disc. Like use this. Yeah, disc. Could have been like, wait, here's I have the answer to. Uh, I have really high speed internet that Spectrum or Verizon cannot provide you. This is even better. And then you're like, no, come back. This sells world hunger and peace. Oh well, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay I'm hungry. Here. Yeah. Go war. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. There are constant uh, reports of when people find themselves manifestly terrified of an alien encounter, specifically extraterrestrial run-ins, that creatures that were trying to communicate with them either sense that or hear it in their voice or maybe telepathically understand that, and then they go to their craft. Like, they're, by and large, not interested in tormenting people that are not prepared to deal with this encounter. Right. So this thing could be highly intelligent, perhaps very benevolent, and sensing the horror uh, apparent in the young eyewitnesses sprinting away right. was just like, all right, fuck it. I'm not going to pursue this. I'm not going to do anything to uh, to make him more uncomfortable than he already is. So I'm not saying that was what was happening, but there are stories upon stories upon stories of extraterrestrial encounters that ended abruptly because the the individual that was being contacted just was not down with dealing with it. Yeah. Right. Which is nice of them to be like, okay, this person might not be into what I'm trying to offer. So right. respect. That's good. Or it could be a, a cryptid in the sense that it's an animal, maybe an advanced animal, maybe a curious animal is like, what are you fleshy pale thing? Right. Touches right. him three times and, and then he was about to dive back in the river or soar off into the skies. Again, I'm a little hesitant to think that it's an airborne kind of creature because these things would be noticed. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean they can't yeah. occasionally fly. I mean, flying fish don't really fly. They glide occasionally and spend right. most of their life in the yeah. ocean. Yeah, yeah. Well, some, I mean, think with rays, and I, I, they, someone just posted something about uh, uh, certain rays, not manta rays, but certain rays, they, like, their mating rituals, they just fucking 
they just jet out of the fucking water, like. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, soar. What the like fuck? The, the glorious uh, creatures they, that's they, how they are. find a mate. They're amazing. Yeah, they, yeah, they throw. They just they do a little. Uh, it's a sweet little dance like who they do. Jumps the highest. Yeah, something. I know it. that's the deal. Yeah. I'm just. I never say. I never thought Ray's dirty, dirty Ray sex. Possibly. I, I love Ray's. Me too. I, they, no, I, no, me too. They're, they're, they're aliens. Just I'm convinced. The best things in the. I ocean. don't want to swim with them, but I mean, they look. I want a cool. Ray. I want one to look, wake up and he's like on the couch. He's like, hey. Oh, just like flapping. You like, want hey. roommate Ray? I thought yeah. you wanted a penguin, like, like a, 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 a king penguin. No, pe- no, penguins are cool. Okay. I want a Ray too, though. All right, cool. Penguin and Ray for Chris. For they're Christmas. just so fucked up, go. and they look like they're smiling constantly. So like, if I get they hammered, do. if I get hammered enough, and I go to like the local zoo and to steal you one, that's cool. How is that going to work out? In what way does it not dehydrate before you, you get there home? Is no, You've hung there, out where's with me a, severely hammered, right? Yeah. There's no rays so you know locally. The dumb shit that I'm capable of. I'm just of. saying the thing's not going to live long enough for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh no, I have a tub of a tooth. You risk a, a lifelong dream at going at the Misfits. All right, so anywho, let's um, gambling with the devil, Christopher. What do you think this is? I don't fucking know. Oh, come on, man. Give me something. What do you think? I Demon? All I can picture in my head is some Demon? crazy D&D Cryptid? shit, which doesn't fit anything Alien. I can explain. I, dude, just go demon. Just, just say demon. I, it sounds like a demon. It does kind of sound like a demon, doesn't it? I just, it I just, be. I just picture a nasty fucking yeah. thing. But I mean, toad mouth and red eye doesn't make it nasty. I mean, most things are toad mouth and red no, eyes. No, that's why. Well, that's why I said I picture. But they have wings yeah. and a flipper. I'm thinking it's kind of. Um, I'm gonna. I, I, it's. It sounds. It's in league with the Satan. It's classic Satan. <laughs> it's clearly classic Satan, <laughs> as per Hieronymus Bosch. You know what? Yeah, as per clearly Satan, right? Which are but, not necessarily the zoologists of hell. It doesn't seem like a flipper and wings fit. Any fucking use on well, planet Earth. Well, our red phosphorus, whatever eyes. And our red phosphorus eyes. So I'm thinking either hell or extraterrestrial. Wow. Yeah. Hell or so, space. So you hell can't, or space. There you you go. can't think of any circumstance where having wings, flippers, and large eyes would behoove you on the planet Earth. No. Yeah. No, in hell I or can't. space. Hell or 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 space. You, if you, if you could see me right now, you're you dis- would see the face. Your dis- I see the face. Your disappointment and Chris and I is Hell understandable. And you know what? We will accept that because we are accepting souls. I would think. Will you accept our <laughs> offer? Of hell or space. <laughs> will you or will you not? Join, Join the covenant. The covenant of oh, hell and space. No fucking just, way. Just sign right here. Absolutely hell space. no fucking if way. If you can show me an example where wings and a flipper work on planet Earth. And, and I fire may, eyes. In fire eyes, I may possibly concede. But Large I don't eyes see. work well underwater. No, 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 Flippers, no, no, no. no, no. Awesome underwater. F- fire, fire Occasionally eyes. needing to jump from one body of water to another. Wings could come in handy. If they're super propellers, that's a bigger leap leap than hell or space. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, no, it is. No. This is. Not if you believe in hell. Assuming it exists. Not if you believe in hell. It is a cryptid in the classic sense of an unclassified animal. Oh, my fucking God, you guys. I'm talking over you. Don't talk over me. I'm trying to explain myself. Cajun Tech's not going to be happy with that one. You Never. Guys are, you guys are in terrible. I think there are a lot of circumstances where you would be very much helped on Earth by having large eyes, flippers, and possibly even wings that can be occasionally put to use. Absolutely. This makes most sense to me, assuming it exists the way it was described by Acosta and near an environment that was, I guess, at least had a river in it, that this is an unknown animal. All right. 
much more cool. likely than hell or space. Okay, I feel well, like it's an unknown animal from hell or space. Yeah, no, same here. I think it dwells in <laughs> hell and or space. So there you go. I appreciate your take on it. Unbelievable. I do. No, listen, we can have, as a podcast, we can have differing opinions on these creatures we cover. Christopher and I clearly, hell or space, hell or space. You, not so much. It's okay. Uh, we can have differences. That's what makes us just that much closer. Our differences bring us together, Robert. And that... Is God damn it! I, I know, it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you knew I was going to go there. You yeah, knew I was going to have. I love it. All right, cool. So there you have it. That is our take on the uh, what was it? The Monday, the the, the Monday double bag, no. the Monday mystery bag, <laughs> two for one, the double, double bag. bag, the, the double, double bag, the double, the double barrel really? double bag. bag. No, it was the Monday two for one, the two for one mystery Monday. Oh, shit. The, it's a mystery the bag. The barrel-aged bag of mystery oh, Monday. Oh, was there you go. Bourbon nice. barrel-aged. Bourbon barrel-aged double bag of mystery, two for one Monday. When Mondays. one isn't good enough for our listeners, and two is probably too fucking much. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast. As always, be sure to follow us on the social medias, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Also, too, be sure to leave ratings and reviews for this episode and all episodes on the Apple Podcasts and the iTunes apps. It helps us out greatly. So much. Um, Robert, you have some upcoming uh, appearances, possibly, on some radio shows that we will be posting. We will be announcing and on posting Amer- on, all the information. On, on, our, on our socials. Now, you were recently on the Midnight in the Desert. Yes, I was, and that was awesome. Okay, yeah, that was, that, that was super cool. So if you are um, a subscriber to the Midnight in the Desert, you can check out Rob's episode there. Um, but when he does have appearances coming up, and you have like what, like two or three shows that you're gonna be doing? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna post them up in the socials, so definitely check those out. And if you're a listener of our show, by all means, please go and check these. When Rob's on these shows, by all means, go and, and check these out and interact and let the chat rooms and whatnot. Oh, I'm, certainly awesome. I'm there. I'm there tossing stuff oh, no, out. I'm like, it's me, yeah. Mark, and everyone's Mark just like, who's this like guy? The yeah, best supporter in the history of the world. I literally, as Rob's being interviewed on the radio, I'm texting him like, "You're doing good, buddy." He's, too, he's encouraging me all the way through. I'm, I'm like, dude, you killed it! You killed it! Talks, yeah. like, dude, you're the best. Every time it. there's a commercial break, I'm playing Skyrim and drinking heavily, obviously, and just texting Rob frantically, like, "Oh, dude, you're doing so good. You're doing so good." But you really did. You did phenomenal. Bless your heart. You did so awesome on Midnight in the Desert. So Rob's got some shows coming up. We're gonna post this in the socials. Um, you know what? We also have some merch in our T Public shop. Be sure to check that out. The link will be in the description of this podcast. As always, any purchases from T Public, we get a kickback on the end. It helps the pod financially. Absolutely helps us out with some hosting costs. So that's cool. So uh, I think that's it. So, uh, gentlemen, closing thoughts. Um, whether it's from outer space, hell, the bowels, and the colon of the dark one. <laughs> I don't um, know. I, I I think I want to avoid fucking basement shrimp and fucking random flipper bearing fuckers yeah, that no, hang out if, at if, dirty yeah, dams. If you can, it's just try a to, bad scene. Yeah. yeah, these are two things that I don't necessarily want to run into because I feel if it's the if it's the lobster shrimp man, I might eat them. Yeah, you might. Yeah, and, kill and eat. And if it's gonna be the flipper, I mean, I'm gonna. I, I guess I can't do much. Either forge an alliance or hope to fuck I can catch it with I would, back turns. I honestly would like to think well, I would have had it. the wherewithal to see if it was going <laughs> to yeah. say anything, but that's probably how I end up fucking headless. Yeah. Would you try to hold the flipper and see if it communicated? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it feels threatened and starts whipping me with its giant bat-like wings. I end up bruised, battered, and broken. For some reason, I feel like all you can do is headbutt it. I don't no, know its head is so massive. It's probably it. got a thick skull. Yeah, but if you get it in one of them big phosphorescent eyes, yeah. No, but if you try to jam it. it, that huge fucking toad-like mouth opens and boom, 
You got to go down fighting. Am I you a flame eyes? You have to go down or fighting. Or you go down running and live to tell about that's it. That's true. Cause that's why I won't live. Oh, you fight oh, a demon true. lord and f- just you're fucked. Oh yeah, if it is a demon, if you yeah. guys are right, as much as I've been fighting. Yeah, but it, then you just forge an alliance and you're no, fine. you don't. You don't just forge alliances with demons. You offer it up. <laughs> you're like, hey, what do you? Need? How many books about demons have you read? How often is it like, dude, we're on a level. <laughs> You like sin, I like sin. There's yeah. bros if for it, life. If it's already here and just out in the open, it it doesn't need you. No. No, but maybe it needs some perks. It like needs what? A, maybe it needs a guy. It needs a, an inside guy. So you You're trying to set up a sitcom. Yeah, I am. You're right. <laughs> it's me and the demonic uh, Mark and the demonic Oh, my flipper. God. Dad's in the flipper. It's like a shitty version of Seinfeld, but all kinds that of shit happens. That is the worst morning show yeah, ever. That is. Flipper and the dad. <laughs> Can you get me some of those graham crackers? <laughs> Come on, Flipper. <laughs> No, I really like those. All right. Oh, Why am I doing yeah. this? You can't even see what I'm doing. Yeah, right. I know. I know. Christ, not a cracker. All right, cool. So there you have it. Thank you for joining us. And we're talking to you soon. Uh, stay away from demons. Yeah. yeah. Or embrace the demon and, and the space. Wow. Oh, was it a symbiote? God damn it. Was it trying to connect with you? Was it a symbiote? Could you have had wings, too? <gasps> L- laser that is a laser leap. fire eyes? And I will fly upon the... Never mind. I'm not gonna sing it. God damn I it, t- guys! I, I, I'm, All not right. gonna, I'm not gonna sing straight up. Various. If you, you can, can, if you can get fire eyes, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs. With me as always is... Chris Carnicelli. Oh, full name. Oh, I know. You didn't give me a chance. Oh, okay, Jesus. Hold on. Hold on a second. We'll do it again. Ready? No, we don't have to do it again. No, Why? we'll do it again. We'll do it again because I want to give you the full moniker. Okay. Dude, why do you keep restarting just, us? Just, just, just. <sighs> All right. So this week we got a little bit of something different. We're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to be doing a two for one mystery bag. Oh. Two for Friday. A bag of mysteries. And since this comes out on a Monday, it's technically a two for Monday. Don't don't judge my time. I'm frame. just saying this this is this is a uh, no. The, you're right. This is gonna be the sh- the 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 smorgasbord of uh, <laughs> mystery. See what we're what we're trying Jeez. to say right. is that we, we start over again. It's dumb. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave that one there. Okay. All uh, right. So this. Sorry. Son of a bitch. Fucking <laughs> 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 really. Okay. Hold on. All right, so this week we got a little bit something different. We're going to be doing the two-for-one mystery bag. I like the sound of the that. The Monday mystery. Twofer. Two, two okay, so it's two for Monday. So we're going to get started mystery. with... Oh, shit. Oh, oh God, that doesn't sound right. right. How should we end it? Away. What do you mean? Get started with... Let's just... Like, all right. It's easy. What we would normally do. All right. Cool. All right. I got it. I got it. It's fine. Just, just get it. There's going to be no beers for the fucking videos. No, there's there's still there's still a couple things in that dude sent that I left in there. There's like a blonde oh, ale. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then there's Firestone Walker Barrel Age stuff. Why do we which drink gonna, so much? Why do you drink so much? I know. I split my shit with I you guys. I know why I drink so much. Yeah. <laughs> I know why I drink. Sure. Do you have your little samplers with you? I don't. Do you just it's in the. Do you have to get one out of the cupboard? Probably the Sam. I don't know if I have another. It's no. It's on the right hand side. There's oh, the, ver- there's the yes. Gotcha. I have more beer at home too. I got those Firestones, and I got a new house in Skyrim that I'm moving all my shit into. That this, 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 <laughs> not, this doesn't count. That dude. 
Big Sky. Back to life. Back to reality. Live in the real world. Do your cues and your life. It's called Mirror Watch. And it's a mage tower. You live in a mage tower? Yeah. Well, one of my many houses. I'm technically a land baron. Okay, so this week we got something a little bit different. A little excitement for our listeners. We're going to be doing the two-for-one mystery bag. I do love that you call it a mystery bag. I know. I mean, it's technically in the title of the podcast, but this is a two-for-one mystery Monday. Okay. I love it. There you go. All right. It's like the ABC Mystery Monday movie of... Yeah. I don't know. You know what? It works for me, and we're getting started with, coming from the iTunes uh, reviews, we've got awesome podcast, James U. Dove. I was hooked up to the first episode. I just happened to come across it one day. Uh, hold on a second. I, I fucking... <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I, know. I looked at him. He's like... <laughs> my, I, fucking... I, I, yeah, oh, I, my gosh. Yeah, I, all right, here we go. He came. Oh, he's, yep. he's having a pause right there. Come I know. I'm a little like, <laughs> dude. Okay, hold on a second. 